T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. We have a great lineup for you tonight. And of course, we're going to start with Rohan Preston, the, the lead theater critic at the Star Tribune. And if we're going to talk about center stage, we got to talk to Rohan. How you doing, sir? I'm well, thank you. Welcome, welcome. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. Here's the thing I want to talk to you about. Um, I know that there are a lot of um, unique shows that are happening, and some of the theaters are really rethinking what do we need to talk about through the words and the scenes um, and the show itself uh, on, on um, some of the stages around this state. And I'm blown away by it. I, and I started thinking about the insurrection January 6th over a year ago. What has it been now? Two years? Um, and it's really frustrating for me. But I keep wondering what starts a new storyline when it comes to writing a play um, like, you know, January 6th insurrection. Uh, many people have been writing about it in different ways, but are we going to see something on Broadway about it? Um, whether it's that or maybe it's how um, some of our leaders, political leaders are now being threatened, um, like what happened to Nancy Pelosi's husband, Sam yeah. Pelosi. You know, it's crazy. So I wonder, are those the things that are happening today that we are living this life and it needs to be put on stage? Um, and 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 it will be. I mean, if you think um, about the big events of history, you think about like the civil rights movement. You think about uh, you know Roe. Uh, you think mm-hmm. about World War Two, World War One, um, the Depression. All of those things. Uh, and and you're right. I mean, the insurrection, uh, January sixth was uh, amazing. And I think there will be a lot a lot of um, shows um, and a lot of stories set in that backdrop, with that backdrop, you know, um, they're coming. I, I have to say, though, you know, it, it does take a, a, a longer time for a theater uh, to develop. Just the process is much longer, the writing, um, and then the, uh, the conception, the writing, and then the workshopping, because it's such a collaborative process, and it requires uh, so many people. Uh, I, I have no doubt that there are uh, playwrights who have already written things. Uh, it's a matter of getting those things on their on their feet, you know. Has the pandemic um, kind of quelched the the taste um, for the artists that have been writing, the playwriters who have been bringing it forward? But has it changed how they are even working? Are they working faster? You know, they've always I've always thought of them as fast and furious writers, right? Because they have so much to say and they got to get it out of their head and heart. However, with the pandemic, things have kind of slowed down, and I'm just wondering if you're hearing more about the playwrights writing more than ever. Oh, I think they are. I mean, and I think um, the pandemic is a really good example because they people learned and and created uh, new 
new tools, new avenues. I know um, of playwriting groups that move online, for example, where they have like a, a weekly or a monthly reading online, um, which is quite remarkable. Um, so, the, yeah, I think all of those things um, are afoot. And, and um, you know, it's, it's a matter, uh, we, we, since we're in the moment, uh, we don't really know how the moment is going to shake out. Um, sometimes, you know, people like to wait a second as well just to see, like, you know, what was that and, you know, how, how, how are we living? I mean, for example, you, you know, you mentioned January 6th, but um, it's, it's, for some people it's in the rearview mirror, but for others it's, you know, it's still happening, you know, or so... So that's the thing, and and um, you know where, where does a a writer, an artist, uh, where does a songwriter, you know, where do you situate yourself in that situation, um, and how do you use it? Um, and you don't necessarily have to comment on it directly. You could just set it in the background, um, and 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 you know the way like Les Mis, uh, which is going to be coming up soon. Um, at um, the Orpheum is set against the backdrop of the French Revolution. Uh, but it's, you know, and, and that's sort of the culminating event, but it's a story of justice and a story of individuals uh, trying to do right and seeking redemption. Yeah, and we may be looking at that piece from a totally different perspective because we are hearing the rallying cry from another side that says we are going to start a civil war, you know. So these are the mm. times that, that you know, it's, it's perfect timing for that to come forward because those of us yeah. who may be concerned about it or maybe even worried about it, losing sleep about it, you know, you realize that what we are seeing a culmination of could be things that we never, ever thought would, could take place again. But my mother used and to sell me, tell me all the time, Geraldine, don't ever say it'll never happen again. If we let it happen, it's going to happen. Yeah, it is. I mean, we we are at a, a in a crucible or a critical time, and and uh, and I read uh, a lot, and um, and sometimes I read a lot of um, uh, sort of um, what social media is saying and and what other sources are saying, and 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 I think there's a there's a you know there's an alarm um, just at the level of the rhetoric and the vitriol. And mm-hmm. and then, as you see, uh, so recently, people acting on that uh, as well, you know? Yeah. I just don't know if, if we're really serious about it, if we really understand how close we are to doomsday. You know, and I'm not talking about biblical do- doomsday, but in the sense of this country, you know, the United States. If, if we get people that don't believe in democracy anymore, don't believe that it's worth fighting for, we are up a creek. That's kind of how I look about it. So let me stop talking about doomsday. But I also want to talk to you. <laughs> Seriously. I know well, you had well, a, no, but I'm, And that's, I mean, I, I think you're, you're absolutely right. You know, and it's, it's interesting. I argue... Um, what what I do in terms of and what the artists do in terms of theater is pretty critical because it's really about building citizenship, right? right. And 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 so you know and and building understanding with each other um, of each other uh, and having shared experiences. You know, when 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 people declared war in Ukraine, it was a culture that that they resorted to as a unifying thing. And there's a culture that they're fighting for. They're fighting to preserve their culture. Well, that's what the artists are doing. That's the, the, 
it's the work that the artists are doing. And, you know, of course, you mentioned playwrights, but it's also um, dancers and it's also, you know, um, um, uh, ballerinas and, and, and it's, it's composers and it's painters and it, it's all of them. And, and that's what they're doing, creating for us a sense of who we are, giving us voice, giving us beauty, giving us aspiration, giving us all kinds of things that, that, is, worth, that, that is worth all the effort of our society. And, and, you know, obviously, you know, we're one of the greatest nations in history, um, and, 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 but we're also very vulnerable um, as a nation. So that is, um, that is, that's the thing. And, I, you know, I, I like to think of it this way. Um, we are at a crucible or a crucial moment where, where we have all kinds of changes happening. We have um, huge technological changes um, that, you know, some people feel alienated from. We have huge demographic changes um, that, you know, some people are afraid of. We have other types of changes afoot. So even the way we think, you know, it's like you could, um, it used to be that we wrote um, and thought by hand and longhand, and now we write uh, and think by our, our thumbs on the, on the keyboard of our phones. And, and the bent over figure looking over the phone is recognizable anywhere because that's what everyone is doing. And so, fundamentally consciousness itself is changing. And so when you have, when you, at a moment like this, we're very vulnerable because it, 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 there's a lot of uncertainty and a lot of fear and all of that could be exploited. And so you're right. We have to think of ourselves in terms of a community and, and, and what binds us together instead of what divides us. And where are we going? I, I just, I'm, I'm always devastated when I read about Ukraine. I have a hard time going back to, or, or keep accepting those articles because it breaks my heart, right? And I remember when they, they first um, were being attacked and they would go to the theaters and find refuge and they would talk about the plays and create more plays. And I'm just wondering, in our time today, you know, are we also seeing uh, more and more coming out of the souls of those who really care and want to put it on the stage? And should we put it on the stage? Who would come? Who would wouldn't come. And there's so many, I mean, there used to be a time that we could really rely on those who present because when they present, we come to make sure we take it in. And now I'm not sure that we're going to continue that, that it worries me. I have to tell you that uh, in some of, of the United States, we may see um, the loss of so much when it comes to music and art and books and so much more. I was at, um, Costco the other day, and I cannot mm -hmm. tell you how many books they have now, right? They have a ton of books on sale. And I keep looking, I walk down that long table and I go, my goodness, it's getting bigger and bigger, higher and higher. Now, it looks like that's great. Or does it mean that we're not reading as much as we used to? Mm -hmm. Like we don't even want to relive it. We don't want to rehear any of all the things that are happening right now in our country that are really awful. Yeah, I mean, it, and it's probably both, right? I mean, um, I think there's there's a huge appetite, and 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 what you've hit on is something that's really key. And and you mentioned the South and other areas that that may you know may not have uh, that may not we may not have the same language. But well, the things that give us the same language and give us the same same experiences 
is the art, right? right. You know, that it, it's like we have common experience. If we, if we watch um, the Grammys and, or if we watch the Oscars and every day, every, all of us are talking about um, the fab, you know, it's a bad thing, right? But we're at least having the same conversation. We have a, a, a common point of reference. And, and so I think um, some of what you, you have alluded to is, is the fracturing that's happened and, and how we're not all on the same page. I do not even close, we, not even close. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I do believe, I mean, I think it's a, it's a process. Um, and, you know, I'm an optimist. And, and sometimes a little naive about this stuff, but I do believe in sort of the redemptive power of, of the arts and the, the power to bring us all together. And, and yeah, you're right. You know, I mean, if, 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 if 60,000 people see Les Mis or a hundred thousand people see Hamilton, um, um, it's not enough. It'd be great if more people, but we are still, building something and building on that. And I'm optimistic for those people and I want more, you know, I want more to be able to experience the work and have that conversation, uh, see great work, have great yeah. conversation about it and, and build um, um, our citizenry, uh, a common wheel among the citizenship. Um, I, that, that's, that's, that's hard to say that because, you know, artists, um, they just want to do their work. And, they, you know, the, uh, it, it's speaking of a larger, um, I wouldn't say failure, it's more a larger challenge that we, we don't have um, the same media, for example, that everyone can look to. And so there are some people in one information um, bubble who have a reference to other things that other people in another information bubble don't have. And it's, it's really quite remarkable and, and, you know, it's like separate worlds. And, and, and I, I get that, you know, I speak to, you know, and it's always existed in the sense that young people and old people have different ways of interacting and, and with media and, and, and culture and all of that. But this is different in that, that the fracturing now is so extreme. Uh, so I, I, I hope, Theater can bridge that, um, you know, help bridge that. So, I have one final question for you, and I know we are very close to <laughs> having to take a break. By the way, this <laughs> is very thoughtful, and and it's very much about like like you know, sort of the resilience that we build through the arts, right? The resilience that we build through culture, um, and 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 how citizenship is built through common understanding, common language, um, shared experiences. I mean, it's really wonderful. I mean, I know I'm speaking almost like, <laughs> it's almost like a, a kind of a civic sermon, but, it, but it's, it's really, really good and it's really, really important, you know? 
I'm it sorry. is important. My, my, my challenge is that many people don't believe in it anymore. And that's that last mm-hmm. question I want to talk to you about because inflation, which, you know, oh, my goodness, I've been talking to everybody yeah. about this so-called inflation, um, but it blows my mind. What we need right now is, you know, a lot of joy in our lives, a lot of peace in our lives, settle ourselves, right? Yet this inflation thing is making everyone antsy and angry and um, don't, they don't know what to do with this. And then all of a sudden they say, well, I'm going to take my children to go see some really great Christmas shows this year. I know I said that about my grandchildren. I'm going to take them. Then you start looking around and you find out some tickets are $100 per child, per child, per child, per individual. And I'm blown away by that. You would think if we're going through a very difficult time as a country that they would at least stop and say, hey, we got to pull back you guys so that more people can come and see this show that aren't usually able to, to see the show at this cost because it just breaks my heart. It would cost that much money. And so many children especially won't be able to see it how do you feel oh, about i that? agree i agree i mean i um you know i i have talked to some of the um theater um uh, sort of fiscal managers if you will and they're on the receiving end of all of it the same way everyone else is uh, in terms of supply chain issues this that the other um and all their costs have gone up it's 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 an insane insane time um, and I, I don't know what to say. I mean, I wish um, I, all of our, our stuff has gone up. You know, you buy a small bag of groceries. And <laughs> oh, like one like, one much? plastic bag is $65. How much? How much is yeah. that? And, Seriously. Know? Seriously. But I, I have to uh, blame myself. I got to blame myself. I'm not going to the grocery stores. I should be going to because, you know, they are the ones that are really trying to save money for families. No. Where do I go? Lunds and Barley's is closer. And I, I finally yeah. said to myself, wait, I'm paying what for eggs? Wait a minute. Wait, Geraldine, just wait. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm, work, I'm working hard at it. I know we got to take a break, and I'm so happy that you were able to join me this long tonight. I'm just oh, thrilled when you're on. Just thrilled. So good to hear from you, Rohan. I wanted to talk to you about sticks, but we'll save that for another time. And just know yeah. that um, we, I'm grateful that you are a part of all that we do in this country, when it, I mean in this state, when it comes to the arts. So thank you. I, I am honored, and I, I thank you, too. And I, I throw it back at you. You know, you are an enthusiastic uh, supporter of, of this work, um, and both as a, as, a, as a sort of ex- exponent, but also as an artist yourself. So I, I love that, and I thank you as well for all the great work that you're doing. By the way, I'm doing a Thanksgiving show at the Dakota. So if you are available with the family, come on down. Is it on Thanksgiving night? On Thanksgiving night, 7 p.m. Wonderful. I've, you know, I think someone's going to roll me, roll me out in the wheelbarrow because <laughs> I'm going to be full. <laughs> I know. Me and you both, darling. Me and you both. Take care of yourself, Rohan. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.